0: Yo, what's up everyone, back at it again, the Miami Comedy Podcast, going live, happy, uh, happy Thursday everybody, happy Art Basil, I was stuck in traffic for two hours, but we made it, we made it back to the studio on time to do the third consecutive night of podcasting, What's up? Welcome. It's good to be here. Thank you. It took you long enough. It took you long enough to clap back. What's up, everyone? I was over in South Beach today to uh, go check out some of the galleries. You know this thing, Art Basel, right? I mean, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's going to it. What's up, BMR? Everyone's going to this Art Basel thing in Miami. There's too much traffic. I go to a museum or an art gallery for like 30 minutes, but then I got to drive two hours back. And I was an idiot thinking that me driving towards South Beach early enough during the day, right? One, two o'clock, there wouldn't be any traffic. Nope. South Beach is an entirely different world now. The upgrade is awesome. Oh, yeah. Took Took a little break. I got these new lights that just came in. South Beach right now, if you think South Beach was touristy, let me, I got news for you. It, it got worse, <laughs> way worse. I don't, I don't really think locals go to South Beach as much as they used to. Locals right now look at South Beach like it's the Hunger Games. We look at, we look at it from afar, and we're just like, look at these crazy people visiting our cities, thinking that that's Miami. Miami Beach is a misnomer. It's not really Miami. We don't consider it Miami. It used to be Miami, but now it's a whole new thing. They should just call it the beach next to Miami or beach Miami for short. That would be a cool name, right? I'm in beach Miami, bitch. That has a better alliteration. (laughs) Not I'm in Miami, bitch. I'm in beach Miami, bitch. Uh, the new t-shirts should say things like, uh, I survived, uh, I survived Miami Beach, or a T-shirt that says, I paid $200 for a margarita and onion rings in Ocean Drive. Because Miami does not care about being uh, affiliated with a crazy place like South Beach. So when I was driving there, the audacity, BMR, the audacity, firefighters there, of people price-gouging parking. Get this, I'm driving down Collins to go to this art gallery. And shout out to the art gallery, it's not their fault. They're just out there doing business moves, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. But the thing is, it's $50 that they're asking for parking over in Miami Beach, which is ridiculous. $50. And what are you really paying for? You're just paying for the fact that you don't have to drive around looking for a public parking spot you don't got to drive around to see the animals that are in miami beach that's what you're paying 50 dollars for firefighters there says it's a disgrace down there you don't got to tell me i know i was there get this apparently when i was walking down the sidewalk there were a couple of celebrities that uh, were in the area and I, I didn't recognize them the person i was with recognized them but i didn't they were like did you see who that was Oh, my gosh, she's famous. Did you see her? I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get home on time for the podcast. I don't care what celebrity that was. I don't know why people treat celebrities like they care about you. They don't care about you. Celebrities see you as a nuisance in Miami Beach. Oh, my God. Why can't I walk to go get a Cuban sandwich without people saying hi to me? Why did I say yes to that script? It didn't even pay me enough. Sorry about that. The airbuds were trying to connect. <laughs> that's the thing about technology, guys. Everything is trying to connect. I just got the AirPods, and now they were are just trying to connect. That's why I paused over on the uh, on the feed here. All right, we're back. Can you guys still hear me? OK, it's not connected, is it? Anyways, moving forward. So uh, today, well, last night in the AM, I got the Spotify notification showing me my playlist. I, I know you guys got it, too. Apparently, we all get it at the same time. I think this is going to be a very popular moment where we all make it a holiday. All right. You don't got to come to work guys. We're all going to go home and look at our playlist and realize what is wrong with us. Why are we listening to Justin Bieber for so many hours? Kayla, I'm looking at you. Okay. You posted it on Instagram. It was nothing but Justin Bieber songs. Sorry. Sorry. That's the only Justin Bieber song I know. (laughs) Um, I think, yeah, I think whenever Spotify posts your year-end playlist, I think we should all celebrate, right? And I think one of the biggest determinants of your personality is not the Zodiac sign. It's not, uh, what do they call it, the Myers-Briggs, all right? I love looking into personalities because I don't want to waste my time with people. I'm sure a lot of people can agree with this. But you trying to figure someone out early on can be a really big waste of time. Oh, you were an F-boy the whole time. Why didn't I see that earlier? Ugh. But sometimes we, we avoid seeing the wrong in people in the beginning. I can change him. Eh? Right, ladies? Nudge, nudge. <laughs> or I can change her. She for the streets, bro. Don't do it. Don't save her. So I like looking into personalities, and I've realized that I'm pretty good at it from the beginning. Thankfully. At least I think I am. I'm the kind of person that when I see you, and I see the way you talk, and I see what you post, and I see the words you use, I can already get a pretty good idea on the kind of person that you are. And I can tell what level of maturity you're in. I can tell what kind of thinking goes on in your head. I can I, I can just tell a lot. I think language is also a good one, like what are some words that you use to describe something? Because a lot of people don't articulate. So what they do to articulate instead is what they focus on... Um, emotion or feelings or, uh, you know, stuff like that. Right. And that's the best way that they can communicate. So I think when you, when you post your Spotify playlist, I can see, (laughs) Oh, you listen to Drake. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I understand where you're coming from. (laughs) Drake is probably the most bipolar singer there is in the game. Drake will talk about, uh, shooting the place up with his boys. And drinking champagne to falling in love with the girl he met while he was in Tijuana. <laughs> it was just a one-night stand. Let me make a quick song about this. Um, I You know, Drake is a big giveaway. Reggaeton is a big giveaway, right? Party person. I mean, let's face it. Here in Miami, a lot of people listen to reggaeton. It's part of the culture. And I'm not mad at that. You know, I i make fun of it but i get it you know i've danced to reggaeton right i've been i've been to el patio during the day and seen the the crazy parties i've been to the dirty rabbit i understand reggaeton is a vibe i love reggaeton i mean it's not on my playlist but when it's playing you know i want to perrear with somebody you know what i'm saying however i will say this um when it comes to reggaeton music, if you listen to it in your private life, like if you play it in your in your car, if you play reggaeton, you know, on those quiet moments at night when you can reflect, but instead of reflecting and going through your anxiety or emotions or whatever you go through, you know, those dark moments, and you're playing reggaeton, what are you running away from? <laughs> if that's all you have on your playlist, what is going, as a matter of fact, you know, that, that might be a sign of, some sort of uh, disorder. Oh, yeah, when I'm sad, when I'm lonely, when I have my heart broken, I just put on Bad Bunny and just try to run away from my problems. <laughs> so that's a big giveaway, man. Your Spotify playlist. What's up, Cindy? I'm running away from real life. Don't judge me. <laughs> oh, man. So again, I don't want to. I don't want to be judgy. I get it. I love reggaeton in the right context. Dancing reggaeton, having some champagne to reggaeton, socializing reggaeton is fun. You know, having sex to reggaeton is fun. I've been there, right? Latina mommy, bonga maluma, yes ma'am. Whatever you say. Um, just as a matter of fact, when I was over in Art Basel, I saw an art gallery. I think it was called like pop, rock pop or something pop, pop art rock or something like that. And I walk in and it's nothing but uh, reggaeton artists and someone like apparently drew their uh, portraits using uh, bottles of beer. So like imagine a bottle of beer being turned up, an empty one being turned upside down, dipped on a pad of ink and then with a little circle would then be used as the medium to draw like Maluma's face, Daddy Yankee's face, uh, Bad Bunny's face. And I'm looking at this art and then some lady approaches me and she's like, you know, these are for sale. I'm like, Oh shit. Are you the, don't curse, man. Oh man, are you the artist for this? And she's like, no, I am the uh, broker. I help sell the work. And then I, I look at the work and I say, well, whoever is making these portraits using beer bottles definitely needs some help. <laughs> How much is this person drinking? That He keeps listening to reggaeton music and drinking bottles of beer to finish his work. This must be a tortured soul. How much is it? Oh, it's just $100. Oh, okay, so I'm probably just paying for a, a keg of beer or two for this guy. <laughs> I don't want to contribute to his downfall, so I'm going to have to pass on his art. Uh, I don't want to be responsible for his downfall. What's up, Val? Ralph, welcome. Palm dendum. What's up, guys? It's good to be doing the podcast again, man. I miss doing this. I miss going live and uh, just messing around. Let's get to the reads, shall we? So, in case you guys don't know, I am selling these shirts that are now NFTs because I'm an artist. And speaking of art, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna start making. Um, I'm looking. I'm really interested in doing an art gallery for comedy. There was one in L.A. called Is This Thing On? And it was really cool, right? I have an art piece for it. I'll show it to you next time. It's up on the wall. And this art piece has, like, a bunch of faces, and they use, like, different mediums to showcase the faces of comedians. So you got Woody Allen, you got Eddie Murphy, you got Chris Farley, David Letterman, Richard Pryor, George Carlin. And then so, like, some of them are made with... Newspaper. Some of them are made with uh, it looks like just regular ink and acrylics and all that stuff. And they used to showcase these pieces of art for the uh, you know to honor comedians uh, in LA. So I'm thinking, as I was in this art gallery, I was like, they should bring that back, but in Miami. And uh, I'm I'm thinking about calling it Laugh. No, I'm not gonna say it because then people start copying me. I'm not gonna say it until I release it. Let's make it a surprise. But it's a pretty clever name. And I think Miami might be appreciative of that kind of art form. Because let's face it, you know, we as comedians try to say what we do is art, but some people will say differently. You know what I mean? What's up, Kata? Abby Harrod, welcome. Nicole Witt. Oh, Nicole. I was just about to talk about the shirts that you turned down the other night. The nerve. The nerve of Nicole. You know what Nicole did? I'm going to put you on blast, Nicole. As a friend. Nicole's like, oh, my God, I want a shirt. And I show her the shirt. She's like, all right, no, I want it blue. Give it to me blue. I'm like, all right, here's your shirt in blue. All right, we'll see. And then she gives me back the shirt. The nerve. What kind of. Ooh. Got me so mad. Here's your chance. (laughs) If you want your shirt. These are NFTs, okay? Premium made shirts. Uh, made with love. Uh, and here from Doral, too. One's in pink and one's in blue. You can go to MiamiComedy.com slash shop to get a shirt. And if you do get a shirt, I am making a photo album of all the people that have the shirts. And I'll give you guys a shout out. It's going to be one big photo album when the inventory gets sold out. So if you want to be a part of history of Miami Comedy, and believe me, it will be made. You can't stop it from happening. It's on a roll. Uh, You can contribute your photo to the collection. All right? And make sure you look nice. Because I want it to be the kind of photo that when you get older, you look back and you're like, oh, my God, I look so skinny in that Miami comedy shirt. I cannot believe it. What happened? I stopped going to comedy shows. That's what happened. The stress got to me. Did you know going to a comedy show brings down stress? Just so you know, it's very good for you. What up? I am. All right. Next announcement. Tonight, I'm going to be over at the Miami Improv doing a spot for the famous Mario Ramil. So if you want to come out to that show, I think tickets are already sold out. I don't even know why I'm promoting this. But if you want to come out, the show is at 8 o'clock. And we also have a show over at uh, Tripping Animals Brewery, which is in Doral. Um, That show is going to have a special guest by the name of Sean Grant, which is a comedian I vouch for. Very talented, very funny. Uh, Been in a lot of television shows, and he is originally from South Florida, but he moved over to L.A. for bigger opportunities. But now you're back, Sean. Now you're back during Art Basel. You just want us to take you back with open arms? Well, guess what? We gladly will. Come on down to Tripping Animals Brewery, baby. It might not be the Laugh Factory. But we got a brewery up in Doral. We could perform in the corner. Oh, no, wait. They got us outside tonight. We will be outside of Tripping Animals Brewery. (laughs) They're like, you want to do your show? You go outside and you leave us Art Basel party people inside. All right? Get out of (laughs) here. Thank you, Tripping Animals, for always allowing the laughs to happen at your venue. What a wonderful venue it is. If you guys like beer, make sure you check that place out. Uh, next up tomorrow, I'm going to be at Gatsby's in Fort Lauderdale and I will be performing alongside a burlesque show. So all the ladies that are into burlesque, all the fellas, if your wife won't let you go to a strip club, let me tell you, burlesque is a close second and it's very entertaining. As a matter of fact, I think burlesque is a lot more creative than strippers. Right? Because burlesque makes you use your imagination. Strippers just be like, all right, here are my boobs, give me some money. A burlesque show will be like, check out this costume and imagine if I was naked. (laughs) Wow, I would pay a lot of money to see you naked. For now, here's 20 bucks. So. Those are the announcements. And if you want to sponsor the show, I'm looking for brand new sponsors. Make sure you hit me up, manny at MiamiComedy.com. Let me know you're interested, man. We need new sponsors. We need people to give me money. You know, you know what I mean? To bring us to the next level of comedy shows. It's through the podcast. You can't stop it. All right. Uh, before we close, what are we at? 20 minutes? Let's talk about what else can give away your personality. If you guys have any indicators that you look for in terms of uh, how to read someone's personality, put it on the chat. I'd love to discuss this. I'd love to get new ideas for it. My favorite personality test is the Myers-Briggs. I think I talked about this before, like two years ago, when I first got started doing this. But the Myers-Briggs is probably one of the most effective ways to look at someone's personality. It may not be accurate, but it may give you a really good ballpark. Because if you go up to somebody and you say, are you introverted or extroverted? They're going to be like, oh, my God, I am so extroverted. Be like, yeah, this lady definitely does cocaine in the bathrooms at a party. In an introverted way. (laughs) I love to party, but when I do blow in the bathrooms, I am introverted. I don't want no one around me. (laughs) Yo, that's a good joke, man. I got to write that one down. I'm extroverted up up until I need to do blow in the, in the bathrooms. Then I require privacy. I am extroverted until, hold on. I got to write this down guys. Then I forget. That's the thing about jokes. If you don't write down your jokes, they're gone, right? I am extroverted until I got, I got to do blow. Then I require privacy. Wait a second, there's a piece of context missing here. All right, look, I'm gonna give you guys Joke Writing 101. I'm extroverted at a party until I gotta do blow, then I require privacy. Oh, that's a sweet joke. Miami comedy, there you go. You guys just witnessed a joke that's about to come out in the near future on the Miami comedy feed. <laughs> Hey, this is exciting. We're back to, we're back to uh, comedy writing on the live stream. This is why I do it, people. This is why I do it, to figure out what can I write. And sometimes when there's nothing to write is when the best stuff comes out. Um, what's another indicator of personality? I think potheads, right? Someone that smokes a lot of weed is a good indicator. I, there's just a lot. There's just a lot. Like if I know somebody smokes weed every day, I know for a fact that if I were to bring up a conversation about any sort of conspiracy, they're gonna be very well versed in it. <laughs> they're just gonna be giving you YouTube fact after YouTube fact. Hey! Thank you, Shady. What's up, Roxana? Facts. Yeah, big facts. If I know you smoke a lot of weed and I know you smoke weed every day, I know for, I know for a fact that if I were to go, yo, you watched that thing, you watched that documentary for 9-11, you damn right I did. That was an inside job. What do you think? What do you think of the virus? It, it's a hoax. <laughs> they let those people storm the Capitol. Um, yeah, that's the thing about marijuana, man. You you start believing weird shit. It might be true. I mean, some of the, sometimes these people, you know, they, they come across some kinds of facts. Marijuana allows them to figure out some facts that we couldn't figure it out, right? It's like a beautiful mind, but with marijuana. You can see the connections, bro. I see them. No, you're just high. You're smoking too much hybrids, and your brain doesn't know how to process indica and sativa at the same time. Relax. Nah, bro, I'm telling you, man. A, <laughs> I think I got a joke about this. I think the joke is something like, uh, I remember one time, and this was actually a true story. I was on an elevator, and the elevator smelled like weed, right? I just walk in, I just get this huge waff of marijuana. I was like, oh my God, that's that sticky icky. And I look in the corner, there's a guy just standing there in the corner, just looking at me, looking all anxious. And I go, hey man, what's up, man? Good day. How are you? And he's like, you know. The weather is controlled by the government, right? And I'm like, oh my god, I gotta go to I gotta go to the twelfth floor with this guy. <laughs> it's gonna be twelve floors of awkward conversation. Oh no, oh no! And he just gave me a marijuana download, a a download dab. <laughs> hey, speaking of marijuana, Kyle Grooms, the Godfather of Weed, is on the line. What up, Kyle? How are you, buddy? All right. Last but not least, a good indicator of personality: uh, the people you have sex with. I think that's a good one. Whoever you choose as a partner says a lot about you, because you know a lot of the. For you know, as a guy, you know, ladies, you could speak for yourself on the chat if you want. You can join in, okay? But as a guy, I'm just gonna say this: you know, the ladies are always saying, uh, you know, oh, guys, they're nothing. Men ain't. Sh- Right. But then when you look at her exes, you're just like, I think your choice is, you know, I think it's you. Why do you find this attractive? There's just something about the tattoo on his face that says so much about him. (laughs) He's so mysterious. But then after he screws you over, these guys ain't nothing. That's a good indicator of personality. Sometimes I come, you know, I'm out in public on a date. And then, like, uh, some guy that some girl hooked up with years ago shows up. And, you know, you can't judge anybody for something that happened in the past, but it's a good indicator of who they are now. We'll say that. You banged him? That guy? Why? You know? I quit smoking. No way. Wait a second. <laughs> Guys, we got a segue real quick. Kyle Grooms. The big marijuana head that I know that every time I see him he's always high. He's always doing his thing in the back before he goes on stage. The killer of stages. And a good comedy friend. I'm not gonna lie, Kyle. You alright. Stop smoking weed. That is incredible. Why did you stop, Kyle? What happened? Did the truth set in that when you perform sober you are a beast on stage? Well, let me ask you a question, uh, Kyle Grooms. When you did your... Comedy Central special. Did you smoke weed in the dressing room when that happened? Hey, wait a second. Someone bought a badge. I didn't catch your name, bro. Getchen. Thank you, Getchen. Oh, we are on a roll tonight, guys. Anything helps. Anything in the in the tip jar helps. I appreciate all the support. Um, we're here talking about giveaways. Of personality traits So it's the music you listen to The people you have sex with What's another good one Whether you smoke a lot of weed every day or not That's a, that's a giveaway uh, Would I say the kind of car you drive No Because I don't really think a Honda Civic represents me well I think what represents me well Is like a nice 64 Mustang I think that's my personality but you know they don't make them anymore, so <laughs> that's a that's a special, special model, just like me. Um, no, I don't think a car gives away your personality. Um, would I say fashion? Not really. I know a lot of people that dress up a certain way because their favorite rappers told them to dress that way. So no, that's not a good that's not a good one either. Fashion. A lot of people think fashion is a good indicator of personality. I don't believe that. Uh, hell, I mean, just look at your old photos. For those that lived the 90s, did you ever have JNCO pants? Did, the, did that represent you? I don't think it did. I think you just got those baggy pants because everyone had them. I sure as hell did. I had two pairs, and I would wear them every day interchangeably as a young guy. And thank God no photos exist. It's almost like uh, God was looking after me and made sure there weren't any cameras around while I was wearing those things. Thank you, God. My angels were looking after me. I think my guardian angels didn't allow any cameras to be around while I was wearing jingles. (laughs) It was the guardian angels for sure. God's doing busy stuff. You know, he's busy. He he don't got time for that. But our guardian angels would come down and be like, hey, man, somebody's about to show up with a camera. Make Manny do a left over (laughs) here. I think I saw that in a meme somewhere. That a mother back in the 90s told her son, that she will buy him Jinko pants only if he allowed her to do a photo shoot with him wearing them. And not only is that really good parenting, but it's also abusive at the same time. Right? Your parents having a photo of you wearing terrible fashion, trendy clothes from back in the day is just as bad as your ex having a photo of your penis. <laughs> and holding it for ransom. Hell, I I could imagine the parents would be like, "Clean your room, or I'm posting this photo of you five years ago. Clean your, <laughs> wash the dishes, or I'm a, I'm a post this. <laughs> not even not even immediate family. It Could be like your stepdad, right? Your stepdad comes in. Not even wasn't even around while you were wearing jenko pants. Stepdad's like, hey man, your mom wants you to wash the dishes. I ain't gonna wash the dishes. Well, if you don't wash the dishes, man, I'm gonna post this photo that I found of you uh, in in uh, in a photo album here, and it's you wearing Jenkos with a Tommy Hilfiger shirt when it was con- when it was considered racist to wear Tommy Hilfiger. Remember that with the big logo? Oh, had the shirt that says Tommy Hilfiger all across. Hey, sir. what up, Jay? Welcome, Zeus, Quees uh, the mogul. Uh, Jay Hunt Alright, what's up, Jay? Poe Notes Derek Michael Marcelo IG Tabitha Welcome, guys We're here talking about Giveaways of personality So we've uh, We've uncovered that Fashion isn't a good indicator Of personality Who you have sex with Is a good indicator Of personality Your music is a good indicator Of personality I think that's it I think we covered it all No, there's probably Hundreds of thousands Of things Right? Um yeah, we'll go ahead and close it off here. I got to go to the Miami Improv. It's already 6.30. All right, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the podcast. That was fun. That was cool. Nice little riff. Um, I've got some sketches on the works. All right, so if you guys enjoyed my reels, they're pets. Yeah, yeah, I can see that for sure. There's a reason why older women, old ladies like those loud, annoying, barking dogs. I think it's because that's how they feel on the inside, Jay. I think you have a solid point. Before we close off, I just want to point that out, that Jay made a great point here. Uh, They're pets, yep. Cats, you're pretty laid back. Iguana, snakes, spiders, and rats. Sociopath. Talk about coladito vibes. Uh, Palm shells. If you go to the Miami Improv tonight, I will be making fun of coladita, pastelitos, croquetas, Cuban bread. Because that's the kind of comedian I am when I hit the stage. I don't go up there and I don't people please. Right? I go I go up there, I know who you are. I look out in the audience and I see the kinds of people that you are. And then I make fun of you. (laughs) All right, I'm not gonna be up there. Eddie Cubanos in the house! Yeah I'll be like, yo, Cuban people, why are you so lit? Why why? All you do is drink cafecito and eat carbs every single morning. You guys get croquetas, pastelitos, cafecito with so much sugar that whenever you get to the bottom of it, it looks like the sands of Miami Beach. And then when the waiter brings you the check, it's like $3.18. You can't get enough. They add the 18 cents so you don't feel bad that you paid $3 for 300 carbs of grams. Fuck, I stumbled already. 300 grams of carbs. (laughs) You got a riff. Good. I'm glad you like that, Paul. Whenever I go on stage, I don't write like I used to. Right? When I would go on stage, I'd be like, all right, joke number one. Um, So uh, what do you think about that? (laughs) I go up there. I have a feeling, and then I run with it. Damn, 300 carbs, 300 grams, 300 whole ass carbs. Yeah, 300 grams of carbs. Uh, what else do they eat in, the, in breakfast? Uh, sugar, flan, croqueta, cafecito, uh, pastelito. Everything's anito, but that belly ain't ito. La pancita? No, la panza. <laughs> All right. I got to get out of here, guys. I got to make a draw. I got to get changed. I got to go to the Miami Improv. So make sure you guys want to see me perform tonight. Grab some tickets if they're still available. If they're not available, my next show will be, let me see, drum roll, please. Sunday night over at the Tipsy Flamingo. Uh, Not the flan. Yeah, man, flan for breakfast. I've seen it. I will be over at the Tipsy Flamingo Sunday night. So if you guys want to be a part of a show that I am in, that's going to be your next one apart from tonight. And then after that, we start the week over with all the hits. Mondays at the Red Bar, Tuesdays at Dom's, Wednesdays at Casa Tiki, Thursdays at Tripping Animals, a.k.a. tonight. And then Sunday, like I mentioned, Tipsy Flamingo. All right, guys, that is it for the podcast. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. This is always a lot of fun, and uh, I'm glad to be back. If you guys want to support the podcast, do get a shirt or at least subscribe to either the YouTube channel or the Spotify or Anchor or whatever you find out there. The links are all on the on the bio or just visit miamicomedy dot com. All right. Bye, everybody.